Hey, it's Tony and Mike's next adventure, and uh, always a pleasure to be here. Uh, things are changing a little bit for us, and we're very excited about all of this. I have no idea how to explain it to you. I have no idea what's going on, but these are big, exciting changes. Tell us about it, Mike, won't you? Actually, actually, I was hoping you would explain it. I, I think this would be more entertaining to hear you explain all the different ways people can catch the show. Well, you, you can catch us on... YouTube. You can okay. catch us that's on, correct. Uh, all right. That's one. All right. You can catch us on Facebook on our, our personal Facebook pages. Sure. Uh, we are now on Spotify. Am I correct? Hey, look at you. Yeah. We, we now have converted the program into a podcast, like a traditional podcast. And what that means is, is most people listen to podcasts. They become very popular, whether you're at work whether you're in the car, they connect it to their radio and it'll play uh, wherever. Whether they're at home doing dishes, whatever. They'll have the, the AirPod in and they listen to podcasts. A lot of celebrities have podcasts. A lot of other people have podcasts that people listen to for, you know, different reasons, whether it's, you know, like dating advice or sports information, you know, all these things. And so what we've done is we're taking this webcast, I guess you could say, which people can see on Facebook, people can see on YouTube, and we've taken the audio and put it over into a podcast for people to be able to listen to on Spotify. And this is around the world, Tony. People can go onto Spotify, which I have on my app, uh, on my phone. They just go and they put in Tony and Mike, you know, Tony and Mike's new adventure, and then all of a sudden, it pops up and the episodes that we've uploaded already onto there are there. This one that we're doing now will be made available on Spotify as well. They can listen to it there. So you no longer have to sit at a computer or on your iPad or whatever and watch the program. You now can just sit in your car like you were before when we were on the radio and listen to the program. So there's all different types of ways that, that people can do it, but that, that is set up so you can go to Spotify. If you're already, if you're signed up for Spotify, you don't have to be a paid subscriber. It's not a premium feature, it's free. You just put in the search, Tony and Mike's new adventure. It'll pop up, you can follow it, click follow. So every time there's a new show, you get an alert and you can listen to uh, all the shows that we've uploaded in there. So yeah, I'm very excited about that opportunity that not only people can watch the show like they have been on Facebook, We'll release new episodes on, uh, every Thursday, and then, you know, people can also listen to it on Spotify uh, in their cars or at home or at work. Very cool. One thing that is not going to change, Mike and I are committed to bringing you the usual mediocrity that we have done over the last 15 or so years. So don't you worry about anything changes. Mike and I will always stay. Eh. Yeah, yeah. And... There were rare occasions, very rare, that we would do something well. Right. And after the show, we would always have to apologize to the other person saying, listen, that's not going to happen again. I'm sorry that I excelled in this certain area today. I'll make sure that doesn't happen again tomorrow. So it happens. Yeah. It mediocrity. Happens. That, that's, in fact... Um, what we should have called the podcast. We should have called the we should have called the podcast mediocrity or 
we could have named it um, No Thought Process. Okay, that's fine too. No thought, thought process, that works for me. Good God, good God. Do you believe, you know, about, about three months ago, four months ago, I, I cracked my tooth. I had to get a new crown, okay? Okay. COVID going on, it took me a couple of months to get in to see the doctor, okay? So I walked around for a couple of months with a, with a hole in my mouth, you know? And, you know, yourself, you know, I'm sure it's happened to a lot of people out there. Your tongue can't help but go in there and play with it and everything. Okay, fine. Finally got that squared away. Okay, this is great. The other day, last week, I go and I take a sip of water and I saw stars, but this is on the other side of my mouth. I was like, oh no. Now, if you know me and you know me, I, I never go to doctors. I always just say, maybe this will go away on its own. You know, I always do that. So a couple of days go by <clears throat> and it goes away. I was like, oh, okay, maybe it was just one of those things. The other night, last night, we made hamburgers out on the grill and we put them on English muffins. I took a bite into that English muffin and Mike, I went right through the roof. I was like, oh my God. So now for the last couple of days, I've been chewing everything on the right side of my mouth. So what, it hit a nerve? Is that, is that what you're saying? It's hitting nerves, yeah. Is that possible? I mean, if there's a cavity, right well, underneath sure. it, it's a sure. nerve. I mean, you, you didn't get a root canal in there. I mean, there's still nerves. No. Yeah. Not that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid he's going to say you're going to need a root canal. That's probably next. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. That was reassuring. Well, I, and listen, I don't, I don't even have DDS at the end of my name. So uh, <laughs> I'm not an anti-dentite. So <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if that's what you need to do, but it, it sort of sounds as if they got to they gotta clip some nerves down there, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm going to a Monday morning at uh, 7.30, but uh, boy, I'll tell you, it's just one thing after another. You cure one thing, and then another thing breaks down. So it, there's, I don't know if there's anything more painful than, than the mouth when something happens. I get canker sores, mm -hmm. and they're just debilitating. Sore throat. I can't even function when I get a sore throat. I mean, I remember I had my wisdom teeth pulled. I think they got impacted or whatever happened. I mean, that is just excruciating pain. They always say that the mouth is the fastest to heal, I think, out of anything. That would be but, nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my sister was just, she just had some procedure uh, done. And she's describing it. And it's just, it's horrible. It's just a horrible thing. Uh, the only thing you can say here, here you are at your age, I'm at my age, and this is a lesson for all you youngsters out there. Uh, take care of your teeth because, you know, you're eventually going to get to a point where it's expensive and it's very painful. But, I mean, even people that brush their teeth four times a day get cavities. They get root canals. They get all sorts of things. So, I mean, you know, some people are just born with good teeth and other people, no matter what, they have problems. I, I've always been blessed with that, at least up until this point, where it, it, just no problems when it came to, to teeth. But uh, my luck may be running out on that one. You know, yeah, sure yeah. The older that you get. Yeah, but hopefully uh, starting Monday, it starts to feel better. You know, I mean, whatever they do to fix it it starts to feel better because you can't, you can't live with that pain. I mean, you, no, can't. you can't. If, if Tony Reno is not allowed to bite into an English muffin 
burger, was it? It was an English muffin burger? Yeah, well, on a burger, or a burger on an English muffin. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're not able to partake in that, then you know, yeah. we, we need My, to do what it takes to get you back into the English. I, I've never had a burger on an English muffin. That sounds, oh, very, awesome. that sounds very pretentious, to be honest with you. <laughs> sounds very pretentious. Uh, well, you know, I, my wife turned me on to it. She was like, you know, uh, let's try a burger on an English muffin. I tried it, and uh, you know, except so it's for the toasted. Pain, it's the English muffin is toasted. Oh, God. is there any other way? No, I mean, I would think you'd have to. Actually, you know, that sounds that sounds good. Everybody's put, you know, McDonald's puts everything on an English muffin. Sure. Um, bagels are very popular for those types of things, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. It sounds like it would contain the juices and. Sure, that sounds good. Now, we'll see what happens on Monday. You know, who knows? Now, now how, how am I doing? Have you seen any change in my facial expression? Not that I've noticed. Why? Okay, because my, my, cat, my cat just took a dump. <laughs> and um, while you're telling the story of the cheeseburger in paradise, I'm living in cat poop hell right now. Oh, there he is. You want, you want to see him? Yeah, let's see him. All right. Let's take it. Let's take it. Here's here's Paulie's debut on uh, Tony and Mike's new adventure. Here we go. You ready? Oh, there he is. Hi, Paulie. Oh. Hi, Paulie. So look at the white paws. I love it. Now he doesn't like any touching or anything like that. No, he does. Oh, all right. He just doesn't like to be picked up. Paulie. Oh, he's purring. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah, he's good. But he just took a dump. So I, I hope you didn't see anything in my face that uh, it's 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 pretty bad in here right now. So Whew, you're going to have to carry it for a little while. I'll, yeah. I'll do what I can. Oh my goodness! People warned me about cats, but I I I didn't remember how bad. Yeah, cats are pretty. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, really. Right when the show starts, you got to do it. Okay. You should have known that. All right. On a sad note, we lost uh, Alex Trebek. Yeah. So pancreatic cancer uh, this past week. He's been a staple on television for more than 40 years. Uh, Jeopardy was not his first game show. He was on maybe 10 or 12 game shows before uh, he got the job on Jeopardy, but he'll always be remembered for Jeopardy. It's funny, um, he's had pancreatic cancer for a little bit more than a year, and it's just funny how you, I thought he was going to beat it. I thought he was going to beat it. It was, it was, it seemed to me like, you know, everything was good, you know, when you watched him on TV, but uh, apparently he lived in great pain uh, every time he had to tape one of these shows. It was an ordeal. It really was an ordeal, but they have taped at least another 35 episodes that are going to carry uh, it right to Christmas Day. I guess mm -hmm. his last one will be on Christmas Day. Then I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they're not going to stop it. The franchise is bigger than Alex Trebek. I don't know who's going to end up hosting it. My guess is Ken Jennings. But uh, uh, Alex okay. Trebek, quite a, quite a guy, man. I mean, uh, you know, he hit it right on the head. They said, what do you um, attribute your success to? And he was like, I was always self-deprecating. I always made fun of myself, he says, and, and, you know, you can't miss when you do that. You come across like the perennial nice guy. 
and that's yeah. the way he always seemed to me you know yeah so, and and he didn't he didn't set up to be an actor or a game show host that wasn't what he wanted to do when he was growing up and 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 looking to you know find a career for himself i i you know what's amazing about alex trebek is that he just probably because of the show he hosted he just seemed so much smarter than everybody else and it was part of you know he had the answers right in front of him he was always funny in interviews that he's i have the answers written right there for me so of course i look like the intelligent one here but how ironic is it that one of the big snl spoofs was will ferrell as alex trebek and uh, I forget uh, what the guy's name is that played Sean Connery. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. And Sean Connery and Alex Trebek die within a week of each other. Yep. I mean, it's just kind of, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's not Sean Connery that was on the show, but the, the characters sure. were, 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 you know, synonymous with each other because of SNL. Uh, sure, and, uh, you that know, was a very know. funny bit. That's one of the. Oh, it's, it's that's one of their best ones. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Will Farrell didn't even try to impersonate Alex Trebek. No, it was no. Will Farrell with a mustache. Yeah, <laughs> it was Ron. It was Ron Burgundy before Ron Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what it was. But yeah, no, I. Yeah, no, it was very sad. But you know, pancreatic cancer is the. I think it's the deadliest cancer. I think it's the heart, and it was stage four. When he announced it, it was stage four. So it was nearly impossible that he was going to beat it. And I don't know if you remember when he announced that he had it, he still had the humor because he said, I'm going to beat it. And I have to, because my contract says I'm going to be here for three more years. So, I mean, it's, it. I don't know if I was told I had pancreatic stage four cancer, I don't, I wouldn't be having any humor. Uh, when it comes to uh, anything, but uh, he had humor all the way up to the end. Yeah, and the, and the funny thing is he worked all the way up to the end, and I just read a story that over the last few months, he was cleaning out his house, getting rid of things that he saved for years and years, and somebody asked him, why are you doing this now? He goes, I don't want to leave this for my family to do. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll handle it and, and get rid of all of this, and you know, then it'll be one less thing that'll be off their plate. But I give him credit. They had a TV special on Channel 7 uh, a couple of days after he died. This guy was, he, he said, don't call me courageous. But he was courageous. This yeah. guy was like, you know, he, he, he said, they asked him, what do you want your final days to be? He goes, I want to sit on this swing. They showed him in the backyard. And, and I just want to be here with my wife, hold hands and talk. And that's what he did right up until the last moment. He said, death doesn't bother me. You know, he says, I feel terrible for my family and my friends uh, that have to be here in the aftermath, but, but I'm okay with it. Death is a part of life, he said, and it's not a particularly pleasant part of life, but it's something that we all go through. And I, I started bawling right there when we were watching it, and it was just amazing. It really, really was. He, he really had a handle on it, you know? Yeah. What was he, 79? 80 years old. Oh, he did make it to 80. Okay, so yeah. he was 80 years old. I, you know, I saw an interview that he had with uh, Howard Stern. It was back in 2015. Uh, and, you know, he talked about, because he always looked like he was in great shape. You know, all the way up to the end, he just looked like he was in great shape. He was thin. Um, so Howard asked him, you know, you must work out all the time. He's like, I don't work out at all. He's like, well, what do you eat? He goes, well, my breakfast consists of a Diet Coke and a Snickers. 
And he said, there's no way. He goes, well, a nutritionist got a hold of me. So I decided to change it up a bit to a Diet Pepsi and a Milky Way. So, I mean, he, I don't know if that was legit. I mean, he was, maybe he was joking around, but he, he said he didn't work out. He, he didn't really eat. He said he drinks, you know, he, he would drink um, almost every day, but uh, yeah, no, very, very sad. And whoever is going to have to take that job, you know, I feel bad for them because, you know, Alex Trebek it's, is Jeopardy. It's, it's big shoes to fill. It really, really is. But the two guys that I thought about, Ken Jennings or George Stephanopoulos. Well, I don't know. I'm not saying that George wouldn't be good, but I don't see him going that route. Well, he could do both. He could do Good Morning America. They, 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 they tape once a week with Jeopardy. He did five shows in one day, and then that's it for the host. You know what I'd like to see as a tribute to Alex Trebek? I'd like to see a parade of all of the other big game show hosts. I'd like to see Pat Sajak host it for a week. I'd like to see Chuck Woolery. Is he still alive? He's still around. You know what I mean? Just kind of to, to pay tribute to Alex Trebek. I'm sure they all have great respect for him and, and what he was able to do. I think I, I would uh, I would find that interesting. I would watch. I haven't watched Jeopardy, and I always felt so stupid watching Jeopardy. I I I, I would watch it to see all those other game show hosts host it for a week. You know, I think it would be – of paying tribute to Alex Trebek and having all the other iconic game show hosts come in and host it for a week. I think that would be a neat idea. I don't know if contractually they can do that, but I think it would be interesting. Well, he's, he certainly is going to be missed and um, Jeopardy will never be the same. That's for sure. Um, speaking of big shoes to fill, uh, do we have a result to the election yet? Uh, I, I mean, this is dangerous territory because here we are, what, a week and a half or a week and two days since the election. Uh, we have a president-elect in Joe Biden, but we have a current president in Donald Trump who is not conceding, doesn't plan on conceding. And apparently they're, they're launching investigations into alleged voter fraud. And Georgia has announced that they're going to do a hand recount uh, throughout. So here we are. Joe Biden has already had the speech. He's already announced what he plans on doing here with the, with the coronavirus and whatnot. And here, once again, even after an election where we thought everybody's going to now have to be brought together, we're still just as divided as before. I mean, I, I still see the lawn signs out. Trump, Pence, I still see it. And, and I still see people saying, you know, that Joe Biden stole the election, that the Democrats stole the election. And there's just no proof of any of this. It's just wild accusations. Now, when they investigate, if they find something, they find something. Then, then of course, we can have a, a serious conversation about it. But uh, that's not doing us any good to have wild accusations that aren't founded, at least at this point. That's what all of this, that, that's what I'm saying. There's no proof. Every judge, correct me if I'm wrong, hasn't every judge thrown this out of court? That, I think it's, it's going that route. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going that route. And they, I don't know, they would have found one thing 
at least. And now they're recounting Georgia. Let's just say Georgia goes in his favor. It still won't be enough. No, Pennsylvania put Biden over. So they're, they're you know, they're looking at Pennsylvania because it's just, see, and, and this is this is where we talked about this last week. And we're in a we need to know right now basis. You know, back in the Dr. Quinn medicine woman days, when election results came in, I mean, Sully had to be on the horse for, for weeks before he was able to tell the village that, that, that whoever won the election, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it just, but you didn't expect to know that day with, with our phones and with news 24 seven and all these things, we expect to know right now. And so when the results and when they're, when they're delivering results, 42% of the precincts reporting, you know, 90% of the precincts reporting, it shows a certain lead for Donald Trump. Some states are different. Some states didn't start counting the, the write-in ballots till afterwards. So all of that information, all of those votes start getting tabulated later. And that was dominated big time by Democrats. Democrats, for the most part, voted absentee. They were urged to, they were told to by the, the campaigns, you know, vote uh, from home, you know, you go to the post office, whatever. So of course, when they're counting those votes, it starts tipping it the other way because Donald Trump won the election night results. I mean, the Republicans did a much better job of getting people out to the polls for election. Night. And so when those results were in, it showed Donald Trump way ahead. And I think a lot of people sit and they see that and they think, oh my gosh. Well, then all of a sudden they start counting and counting and counting. And people are like, well, how can this stay still? How can Donald Trump's numbers stay still? And Biden just keeps coming and coming and coming. And then finally passes and people are skeptical. I get that. I, I completely understand that. that. That's why I think in states that are close, we should recount and just make sure. Just make sure, but social media is just all over the place. I mean, people are nuts when it comes to this stuff, and they're never going to give Joe Biden a chance. Never, because no. they feel that he or the Democrats and as a whole stole the election when, once again, there is no concrete proof that that happened. And if you thought the Democrats stole the election don't you think they would have had the Republican Senator Mitch McConnell lose as well? So That's the true. Democrats could point. clean up the clean up Congress. I, I just, you know, it's more than just the white house folks that gets things done or doesn't get things done in Washington. But, but here we are now with a president that isn't going to want to go anywhere. This is going to be interesting. I, I, when was the last time something like this, this has happened before though, hasn't there, hasn't there been a president in the past that hasn't conceded? I, I, in our lifetime, I, I don't know. I don't remember. Not in our lifetime, but I think, you know, way in the past. But, I mean, will they have to eventually forcibly remove him from the White House? I would assume so. I mean. Does I, the president have squatters rights? <laughs> I, I, don't you see that eventually happening? I mean, Mr. Trump, um, we're giving you till. 20 and then we're coming in you know i mean don't you i could see yeah. it going that way 
the, the funniest thing that I've seen through this whole thing was somebody, I mean, it, 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 it's been something that's been going around all over the place. Somebody wrote, why is it on American Idol, they can tabulate millions of votes during the commercial break. <laughs> but we can't tabulate <laughs> on election night, even for two or three days. It's true. Yeah. It's true. You know? Well, I mean, what was it, 75 million that Joe Biden received? I mean, it's the most in history and whatnot. Uh, he also had the most vote against him in history. 70 plus million voted against him. Right. Uh, did you watch his speech? I saw Jerks and Drabs. I didn't. Okay. I, didn't see I, I watched it. And, you know, Joe Biden was, wouldn't have been my first pick for president. Uh, I, I do appreciate the argument that Donald Trump always made that, you know, you've been in Washington for 40 plus years. And now all of a sudden Donald Trump's to blame for the mess that's in mm -hmm. Washington. You know what I mean? It's like you've sure. been there so long, man, you know, um, but I, I, I like the speech. I thought the speech was was done really well. Uh, I thought that he, um, you know, he credited, he always says that he's his wife's husband. You know, that's the way he always describes himself. So it's, I thought the speech was done well. And I hope every time the president elects or whoever make these types of speeches, I really hope they stick with it. I hope he's an American president, not a democratic president uh, that only cares about one half. We know that healthcare, we know that, um, uh, climate change. We know that all these things are important to Democrats, but there are a lot of things that are important to Republicans and Americans as well. And I hope that that's part of the first 100 days. You know, I, I'd like to see some unity here because I'm, I'm so sad to see the division that we've seen so much in this country over the past. We'll see years. so far. Not Even before to. Donald Trump, when Barack Obama was president, we were so divided. I mean, this isn't just a Donald Trump problem. This is, this goes way beyond him. Um, we just have a fundamental issue in this country of being divided on just about everything. All right. Well, we'll see how it works out. Eventually, he's going to have to vacate the White House. Eventually. <laughs> You'd think, but I, I don't know. <laughs> Eventually, the U-Haul is going to have to pull up in front of the White House. Oh yeah, Donald Trump's going to use a U-Haul. Yeah. He's going to have the, he's going to have the Trump plane. You know that's going to come in and swoop up and pick him up. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. But did you see that um, on election night, 138 million hours of sleep was lost? So the Republicans weren't the only ones that lost. The average number of hours slept dropped to six and a half, which is a record low for the year. The usual average is seven hours. And if you think, well, there's just a half hour difference when you're equating all these people, that's a big difference. The company says that by the next night, Wednesday, sleep patterns had returned to normal. So at least for one day, even though we had no results for a few days, um, people finally Wednesday night were able to get back to normal. So that's good. Six and a half hours. That's about what I average of sleep. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. I can't go much past that. The bladder doesn't let me. Bladder doesn't let me go past much past six hours anymore. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Do you take a nap in the afternoon? No. On oh, purpose. Okay. See, the, a, a nap, for me, a nap is a game changer. Because I can either wake up from a nap with a splitting headache, hmm. and then all it does is just 
prolong, you know, how long I stay up later. I mean, I'm, I'm up just like when we were back on radio, I'm up at two, two o'clock in the morning, every morning. So I, I can't do the nap in the afternoon. I want to, like when I wake up, I'm like, today's the day I'm going to take a nap. It's cloudy. It's rainy. It's, you know, this is a great day, but then I get home and no, I can't do it. I just can't do it. That's very, very funny. Yeah. Very funny. All right, we're still in the middle of COVID, and, uh, you know, things are spiking the wrong way. Uh, what was it? Pfizer says now that they've got some kind of vaccine that they think is 90%, uh, uh, you know, workable. They think that it'll be a good thing. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm sure they still have to go through proper channels. And they said that uh, by the time it gets to common folks like you and I, it's going to be April, May, June of next year. So we still have a long way to go. And in the meantime, uh, schools still going remote. Uh, the uh, restaurants in, in a lot of areas, uh, they're going the other way, going back to just strictly takeout uh, or less people in, in the restaurant. Did you see Notre Dame when they won that game? Did, did you see all the people that dove onto the field? The stadium, yeah. There was thousands of people at the stadium, and, it, and it's in the middle of this – I thought, you had to be in, I thought you had to be intelligent to attend Notre Dame. <laughs> Maybe. I, you know, it's just, and now they're saying that not one person attending Notre Dame, you can't leave until you test negative for COVID. You know, but people aren't paying attention. People don't seem to, they don't seem to care. Ticketmaster is going to make you prove that uh, you, you don't have corona when concerts finally start up again. But concerts aren't going to start up again. I was going to say, have they announced when concerts are going to start kicking up again? No, but that's that's not going to happen for for a while. You know, um, who knows? Who knows? It's 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 such a it's such a mess. It really, really is. Is the you know? amphitheater done in Bridgeport? Is that done or no? I don't know. Okay, but I mean, was it was it was being constructed though while you were still going up there, right? Okay. That's a tough year for it to start, you know, when no concerts are happening. And sure. it's, yeah, we're moving in the wrong direction. I mean, there's talk with McKenna's school that, that, I mean, she goes to school in person four days a week. And they're talking that once Thanksgiving break starts, that they're going to keep the kids home all the way through New Year's. Because the cases are going in the wrong direction. Not that they have big outbreaks at her school or anything, but just as a whole, the state of Pennsylvania is is hitting record numbers again uh, when it comes to the amount of cases. So it's, let's just put it this way. I don't know if the country can wait till January 21st or, right, or 20, January 20th. Is that when we change the White House? Um, for for some sort of, yes, the sneeze. Uh, the, 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 was that a COVID sneeze? No, that was just a regular. Okay, all right. <laughs> COVID sneeze sprays. Much further than no, no. Than, I got my paper towel. Oh, okay, right. Um, but they, uh, um, we we can't wait till then for some sort of stimulus package. If we're going to start moving in a direction where we're closing things again, kids are having to stay home. There's such a trickle down effect to that, Tony. There's, I mean, you have employers, you have employees that are parents that now have to stay home with their kids. Not every job is at home worthy, you know what I mean? You can't do it from home. So we're gonna have to have something here if 
if government is going to require people to stay home and require these types of things, and by government, I schools are an extension of government in the state level, the local schools, you have to have something for these parents. You have to have something for them because they're losing wages, they're losing everything, and it's because these schools are going to start closing down again. You you would you would think you would think, but it seems to be going in that direction. We were watching uh, the news last night, and uh, we were, you know, lying in bed watching it, and they did a story of how in some parts of the country we're going into that hoarding thing again. Mm. Paper towel, toilet paper, you know. And, you know, I, I got up. I was laying in bed and I stood straight up. I was like, oh, my God. You know, I, I didn't even think about that. I forgot all about it, you know. Um, yeah. So this morning I went out. <coughs> I didn't go crazy, but I got some uh, toilet paper and, and uh, paper towel. And even then, the uh, lady that was checking me out, she was like, no, they're imposing a, uh, a limit. You, you know, you can only take three. She says, oh, it started already? She says, uh, yeah, kind of. She said, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll ring it up separately. I said, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> well, that, that's good that, there, <laughs> that there's a way to get around, around the hoarding. Yeah, so that, yeah, you know. But, multiple orders. Okay, yeah. But we're going to go back to that. You know, I mean, everybody knows what I'm talking about. That was a major inconvenience. You yeah. know, not being not being able to get the necessities, not not being able to get something stupid like peanut butter, or or, or pasta, you know, or you know, yeah. my wife looks at me. What do you want for dinner tonight? I'm making pork chops. Okay, and the butcher goes, Nah, not today. We don't we don't have them today. You know, it's we're all out. I mean, it's 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 scary. It really is, Mike. Yeah, all I can tell you is stock your shelves with Doritos. That, that's all I can tell you, because I, I, we're in full supply of Doritos, uh, no, no doubt. Other than Doritos and a, and a couple of bottles of Mountain Dew. You're set. As far as I'm concerned, you're set. Uh, no, I, you're right. I mean, it's that's where we're going again. And it starts with the schools, and it starts with the governors. When the governors start talking about, like Governor Lamont pulling phases back, that causes panic. Uh, and people rush to the stores. I, I saw it. I saw it out here this last last week, I think it was. There, the cases are going up. Cases are going up. And I think the election had something to do with this as well. I went into my stores. They were completely wiped out. And it was like COVID again. It was just, I just looked and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what, what happened here? Crazy. People just, you know, they, they go to it. So hopefully companies that make products that they keep running out of, they've been able to build up supply while things have somewhat calmed down. Um, but you're right. It looks like we're kind of going back into it. And now with a changing of the guard, when it comes to the president, I know that the president elect Biden has already formed a task force, I believe of scientists with the coronavirus. So there probably is going to be maybe a little bit more direction from Washington as to how to handle the coronavirus as opposed to the governor's just, just dealing with themselves. Maybe we'll see, you know, but uh, I don't know, the next few months, you know, the the holidays, they don't want, uh, they don't want you to get together for the holidays. You know, some people, you know, at first I was like, well, that's for people that have 20 people at the, at the dinner table, you know, we don't do that. And then they're saying, well, you know, no more than seven. Oh, uh, all right. 
you know, then it's no more than five, then it's no more than no more than the people that live in your house. Yeah. You know, so, so it, it's, it's, and then you saw that more people are allowed at funerals. So people are just saying, would you like to come over on Thursday, November 27th, as we have a funeral for a turkey? Right, right. You know, it's... So stupid. All right. So, what have we seen when it comes to musicals on television? We've seen Grease. We saw Grease. We saw uh, Sound of Music, right? All right, Sound of Music. Uh, we saw Peter Pan. We yeah, Christopher Christopher Walken was uh, Captain Hook, wasn't he? Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm missing one. At least one. Well, I don't know if you saw this, but Matthew Morrison, who was in Glee, apparently is going to play Grinch in an NBC musical called Dr. Seuss, The Grinch Musical. That's going to air December 9th. Uh, it'll be in a theater production, but it won't air live. This isn't going to be a live show. It'll be taped in London, and it'll uh, it's two hours long. Uh, Matthew says, quote, in what has been an extremely challenging year for us all, it's an honor to bring some holiday cheer into viewers' homes this December. This will be NBC's first musical special since Jesus Christ Superstar. They did that live in concert back in 2008. The, the novelty of these musicals, aren't they wearing off? Yes. It doesn't seem like people are tuning in like they did in the beginning. What was the first one, Sound of Music? It might have been Sound of Music with Carrie Underwood. It Carrie might... Underwood was, yeah. I think I thought that was the first one, and everybody kind of bashed her because, I mean, she's no Julie Andrews. I mean, I'm sorry, but yeah, okay. Mike, who is, who is? You know. I think I think Adina Menzel is Julie Andrews. Okay, right. I think she could sing it. Carrie Underwood's a great singer, but she's not Julie Andrews. I mean, it's a different. What I mean. <coughs> but no, I mean, I I think that uh, we'll see. So that'll be December 9th on NBC if people are. On NBC. It's not on Apple TV. You don't have to buy it or anything like that. It's actually going to be on network television. Okay, we'll be looking for that. Yes. Are we doing yes or BS? Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. You want to wipe your nose? That I'm good. I mean, it was glistening for crying out loud. Uh, last week, what was it? What was the word? Scoongeely salad? Scoongeely salad. All right. So we had people that actually went through the painstaking efforts of writing Scoongeely. What was it? Scoongeely salad. Scoongeely salad. Uh, let's see. Celeste, Ida, Jan, David, Trisha, Kathy, Lisa, Ron, Joni, Nancy, Charlie, Annette, Patty, Robin, Carol, Vin, Dee, Wheeler, Linda, Richard, Patricia, Lynn, Nancy. Those are just some of the names. I, I, I forgot, and it was like five minutes before the show was being recorded, and I just kind of frantically wrote down names. So I apologize. <laughs> so Scoongeely, that was a big hit. Well, for people writing it down, yeah. Nice. Yeah. But uh, once again, you know, not only are we on Facebook, uh, we, we release the show on Thursday. There's no longer a, a live release of the show, okay? We just put it on when I can get it on Facebook, you know, simple right. as that. So then it goes, and then it's available on YouTube, and then we've added uh, the podcast element to it, which is just an audio version of this show. Um, that is on Spotify. If you just go to Spotify, you don't have to pay for that. You can just, you just have to have an account, which is free. You can look up, uh, Tony and Mike's new adventure and sure enough, all the episodes line up and you can just listen to it in your car, listen to it at home, listen to it 
wherever the case may be. So uh, we're very excited about that. But uh, you ready for yes or BS? Yeah, let's do it. <coughs> right. Weird, weird food trivia. Okay. Do you need a drink of water? Yeah, probably, but that's all right. You're going to nope. soldier through? Good for you. Uh, let's see here. Chitlins. Yes or BS? Chitlins are a type of green leafy vegetable. I don't know what a chitlin is, but I, I think that that's BS. Uh, correct. It is BS. Yeah. Chitlins or chitterlings are actually fried pig intestines. I'll pass. Yeah. I'll pass on that. And as I said, just as the, as the show started, Polly chitlined uh, in the litter box. Uh, let's see here. Uh, number two, Rocky, Rocky, my, I said chitlin. I, I made sure that I... <laughs> It still smells. I mean, for crying out loud, why don't they, why doesn't Febreze get this? Because this odor lasts longer than any candle that I've ever had. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah, well, and, and there he is. He's just sleeping over there. Like, Rob is a peacock. Oh. That's all he's doing. All right. Uh, Rocky Mountain oysters are a type of freshwater clam. Uh, BS. BS is right. Oh. They aren't even a seafood. They come from the nether regions of bulls, sheep, and male pigs. I'll pass. Yeah. Uh, Kulikles are pickles soaked in Kool-Aid. That sounds so stupid, Mike. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, you're right. You're getting good at this. Usually red Kool-Aid. They're popular in the South. Okay. I'm not going to make a joke. Burgoo, burgoo, not booger, but burgoo, is a type of stew you can make with basically any kind of meat. Yes. Yes is right. It's also called roadkill soup. It's popular in Kentucky, Illinois, and other states. They have to be Southern Illinois. I grew up in Illinois, never heard of it. Now, my mom made stew, and it tasted sometimes like there was foreign meat and roadkill meat in there. Sorry, Mom, but you know I never liked the stew. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there you go, roadkill. And let's see here. A gudik? A gudik is a type of ice cream made with fish. B.S. No, that's correct. Yes. It's also called Alaskan ice cream or Eskimo ice cream. Not an Eskimo pie. Right. It's made with things like whipped fat, dried fish, moose, and caribou meat. Mm. Keep that out of my ice cream. I mean, just you can put a cookie in there or something like that, but don't put yeah. fish and caribou. Sprinkles, you know, like Dairy Queen does, put it in that red dip. You know, that stuff that hardens, you know, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, that, that stuff's genius. Yeah, that stuff is sheer genius. genius, That the stuff that hardens and it's a... Sheer genius. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, that's why I'm under a doctor's care today, is because one of the reasons is the red dip. Um, Toy Hall of Fame announced their inductees for this year. Okay. We sort of went through the, the finalists before. It's Jenga, Sidewalk no. Chalk. And baby Nancy. Uh -huh. 
Wow. You Jenga, have you ever played Jenga? I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever played it. Have you ever seen the obscenely large Jenga game? Or the, the cute, you have to like two hands the thing. Have you ever seen those? No, no. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Now, if you aren't as familiar with the last one, Baby Nancy uh, was one of the first popular black dolls ever. It debuted in 1968, and the people behind the Hall of Fame say it made, quote, commercial and cultural breakthroughs. No kidding. I just don't get sidewalk chalk. I get it, but I don't get that it's a toy. Well, that's fine. I, I just don't get it how it's taken this long to get it in there. Shouldn't that no, have been one of the true. first ones? That's true. Now, there were nine other finalists that didn't get enough votes from toy industry experts, otherwise known as nerds. Um, they are Bingo, Briar Horses, Light Bright, He-Man Action Figures, My Little Pony, Risk, The Game Sorry, Tama, what is it, Tamagotchi, and Yahtzee. So Light three Bright of those three of those will go in next year. Light Bright, Light Bright isn't in. Wow. But Jenga gets in. See, that's the thing. I mean, Light Bright, that's been around, oh my gosh. Forever. Yeah. And Jenga's relatively somewhat new, isn't it? I mean, not new, but last 25 years, right? No? Yeah, but Light Bright's been around for got to be 60 years. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't believe you and your wife are planning on having any more children, right? No, I think we're done. Okay. All right. Uh, here are the most unusual names that parents name their kids last year, according to the Social Security Administration. All right. Are you not number ten? Okay. Subaru. See, this is when this is where you can tell that, like, they they left the hospital. They hadn't come up with a name yet. And it's one of the first things that hit him, almost literally. Oh, Subaru. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, you can't leave the hospital unless you name the kid. Uh, I thought you. Mm. Isn't that a, isn't that a rule? You have to give the kid a name before you could leave. Can't they name it Jane Doe? Uh, I I thought I heard that. I could be wrong. I usually. I have. think in order for them to get a social security number, yes. But I. Well, at any rate, Subaru is stupid. Go ahead. Uh, number nine, and it's all one word, Prince Charles. Okay. Sorry. Number eight, Rambo. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it made a comeback. Didn't they just have a new movie, Rambo? A couple of years ago. Okay. Uh, number seven, Infant Boy. Now, come on. The older sister named the kid. Right? Isn't that Infant Boy? Come here, Infant Boy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, please. Go ahead. Number six, Attila. A little dated. <laughs> you know, a <laughs> little. Number five, talk about dated, MacGyver. Uh, well, it, 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 they revived it. It's on Friday nights or something. Still? Yeah, well, it's still there, yeah. you know. Number four, Iceland. Okay. Uh, number three, dairy. Dairy with a D? Could you imagine if dairy was lactose intolerant? <laughs> Could you imagine how the jokes that dairy would get? Dairy with a D. D-A-I-R-Y. <laughs> dairy. Number two, mama. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the, 
See, that's why the podcast should have been called No Thought Process, because that's what these parents went through when it comes yep. to naming their kids. No Thought Process. Yep. Yep. Why would you put the kid through this? And this is a number one strange name. I'm surprised that this is on the strange list, being that, you know, Disney owns everything. Number one is Cinderella. Really? That's and the that number one like, strangest name. Well, it's actually the sanest one on the list when you I know the list. Well, Infant Boy is pretty good. I you know. And that's yeah, okay. Yeah, infant infant boy, that's cool. Imagine that guy with the resumes. All right, uh, up next for an interview is Infant Boy what? Infant Boy Seavers? Uh okay. <laughs> next. <laughs> boy. Unreal. Unreal. Wait, I gotta wipe my nose. Again? Gosh. You got anything else? <laughs> no, I'm not pretty good. All right. Well, this is this is before bad decisions. I thought that this one was this was kind of interesting. Um, a lot of times, especially now with the pandemic, there's a lot of kids that are at home with their parents. Okay, and every year we seem to have a new excuse for kids to stay longer living with their parents. Whether it's the economy. Remember, for the longest time, college students couldn't get jobs, so they were living with their parents more. You know. Now it seems to be the, the pandemic. But one in 10 parents say they still read bedtime stories to their teenagers. Really? Really? Could you imagine Sam or Jake? Like, not now, because they're, what, in their 20s? No, they're 30 now. They're but, in their 30, yeah, but, I mean, but even really, as a teenager? Like, I mean, like an 18-year-old kid, 16-year-old kid? That yeah, from story? 13 to 19, yeah, teenager. All right. Um, and when they're juniors in high school, they probably won't want you curling them up in bed with them to read a few chapters of Charlotte's Web. A new study asked parents what age they stopped reading or telling bedtime stories to their kid. The average answer, the average answer is eight years old. Okay. But one in 10 parents say they didn't stop until their kid was over 13. And do these kids still believe in Santa Claus and all that stuff? They suck their thumbs, too. Okay. All yeah. Right. yeah. So there you go. Very good. There you go. Now, see, this is a this is a great episode to start with, with the podcast version. Because, you know, this is what, close to an hour, 50 minutes or so. 25 to 30 minutes of this, Tony has had glistening snot underneath his nose periodically throughout. So if you're a little squeamish because of snot or anything like that, this is a great episode to start listening on Spotify. Go to Spotify, put it up there, Tony and Mike's new adventure. All the episodes that are loaded in there are there. This one will be on there. And you can listen to the show in your car. And then later on, when you've built up the courage to see this bubbling snot in person, you can watch it at your leisure on Facebook or on YouTube, uh, whatever the case may be. Now on our Facebook page, we're going to list all this out. So I, I've already put links to it on Spotify, the YouTube, so you can subscribe to it. You can do that. And then of course, if you're watching this already, that means you either follow Tony follow me or follow our, our uh, show's page on Facebook. Okay. Okay. All right, as long as you're all right with that. All right, let's let's uh, let's do bad decisions. Right? Yeah. Bad decisions, bad decisions, 
Mike Bellamy is here for you and me. Now, who gets this mad at a fast food joint when they run out of literally the least popular ingredient in the entire store? There's a 48-year-old guy named Henry Arse Cabela in Largo, Florida. Okay. I mean, I'm not making this up. And he went to a Checkers on Wednesday and was going to order a sandwich. But they told him that they were out of lettuce. Now, I like lettuce on a burger. Not a game changer, though, if they don't have no. it. No, if it's there, fine. If you, don't, if you can't find anything, I'm good with that. If, you can't if you're looking it. for crunch on a burger, just add fries to the top. Yeah. That gives you a little, little crunch. Well, that made this guy, Mr. Arse, so upset, he started beating up the store. Not the employees, the actual store. He was beating on the windows and screaming when the cops came. And then he refused to identify himself when they got there. So they kicked him in the arse. Now, he was arrested for disorderly conduct and resisting an officer without violence. Mr. Arse was kicked in the arse. I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, he certainly made an arse of himself. But I, I think that... Sure he did. I, I think that... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, have you ever punched a wall? Not intentionally, no. no. I, I've hit a wall. I've been mad enough to where I've hit a wall, <laughs> but I only did it once, and I will not do it again. It hurts. I mean, it, it hurts. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't hurt right then with the adrenaline, but it, it eventually really, I'm, really I'm hurts. sure it does, Mike. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're now officially in season two of Tony and Mike's New Adventure. <laughs> Okay, so the way the podcasts work is you have season one, season, you know, you can do seasons and episodes. So this is technically going to be season two. Episode one is going to be this episode when you see it on Spotify on, on there. And then I, as I add it to other podcast services like Apple, I'll eventually get it on Amazon with Audible and all those types of things. Um, you know, people can people can listen to it that way. But we... Obviously, we'll still have it uh, on Facebook uh, for people to watch at any time. Uh, we'll release it Thursday afternoons, early evenings, and then, um, you know, on YouTube if people want to watch it that way. And all these things, Tony's in charge. Uh, yeah. As the show's over, Tony is – and he works. He gets on the computer and puts everything together. And, I'll handle it. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. Well, I'm, we're certainly I'm silly that way. I'm silly. I'll take care of that. Don't you worry about that. All right, home, home slice. What's the word for uh, what's the word for today? Uh, the word for the day. I'm, I'm going to go with baked clams. Baked clams. Yes. Okay, simple enough. That's simple enough. Yeah, I'm 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 going with that. When was the last what time you had baked clams? You know. You do you remember? Do you do you remember when we went on that Tony's Town tour? Oh, good God! I got seasick, and then. <laughs> And then they brought out the raw clams and they were like, would you like one? And I was like, oh. Yeah, I never had them before and I had to eat them too. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, this is Tony's tour. Why them. am I here? Uh, on a good day, I would eat them. But at that point, I was like, oh, okay. Enough yeah, no. No, I hear you. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, little bit to do. So Paulie made his first appearance on the program. Won't be his last. So no, no, every week. Yes. All right, folks. 
watch it, like it, share it, tell your friends about it, listen to it on Spotify, watch it on YouTube, watch it on Facebook, whatever. Uh, we love that you're uh, hanging with us and um, we love doing the show. So uh, we look forward to uh, next week. God willing, or is next week Thanksgiving or no? No, two weeks. All right, two weeks. So we'll be here next week. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we'll do Wednesday next on okay. Thanksgiving well, we'll week or something. Talk about it. Sure. You'll be dressed as a Indian and I'll be dressed as a pilgrim. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> but I'll be dressed as a Native American. Oh, well done, Tony. Well done. That's, that's wow. it. You just saved us. You saved us right there. I don't want to piss off the four people that watch this. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, now it's, oh boy, it's just two now. Okay. All right. All right. Bye, Tom. Hey, love you. L love you too.